Uh, does anybody recognize it? If they're okay, two people. Yeah, Carrie Underwood fans and so forth. She did a good job with it. A little bit about the song, Jesus Take the Wheel. It's written by Brent James, Hillary Lindsay, and Gordon Sampson, and recorded by the American country music artist uh, Carrie Underwood, as it showed. It was released on October 2005 as the first single from the Underwood debate album, Some Hearts. The ballad tells of a woman seeking help from Jesus in an emergency, ultimately letting Jesus take control of her life. The country Christian song uh, became a crossover hit, spend, <clears throat> spending six conservative weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot Country Songs and peaking at number four on the Billboard for Christian Songs uh, on the Christian chart and charting high on the Billboard for Adult Contemporary on the adult contemporary chart. So it's a well-known song and it's been around uh, for a number of years and it kind of strikes a number of people just in their heart and so forth listening to it and that. Uh, in the song, the uh, woman is headed towards her parents' home with her baby in the back seat and a snowy, on a snowy Christmas Eve. Normally, this is generally a joyous time of the year. Her mindset is apparently the opposite as she was just enduring a long, hard year. In uh, fast, pre in, in fact, preoccupied with such thoughts, causing her to take her mind off the conditions of the road, which resulted in spinning off uh, on a sheet of black ice. Due to the skid on the uh, black ice and going too fast, this lady's life and also her baby's life was put in danger. As a result of the peril, which occurs so, occurred swiftly and unexpectedly, this woman feels powerless in the situation. She then throws up her hands Praise to Jesus to save her life and the life of her baby. As the song puts it, she asked Jesus to take the wheel and take control over the car. Miraculously, you could say the car ends up resting peacefully on the shoulder of the road. And even more miraculously, the baby in the back seat, wasn't even aware that anything had, had taken place. So she was feeling better at that point, and she was really glad that her baby was just doing fine. The whole, whole incident has left the lady shaken. It was a life-changing event, which causes her to make a vow to change the way she conducted herself. Just as she asked Jesus to take the wheel of the car and guide it to safe, guide it safely, she is now asking Jesus to play a similar role over her life in general. Rather, she will take, she will now have faith that Jesus will lead her 
in such a way that she can conduct her life safely, just as she believes she had done when the vehicle was driving and went out of control. This is something we should all ask as we travel through our own lives in that. We'll run into the bad road situation. We'll not be able to make the right decisions. So instead of going into a spin, we may want to ask Jesus to take control of the wheel and let him guide us as we go through life. Jesus uh, does this in other ways, like uh, other times we may uh, use the exclamation, God help me. Jesus take the wheel can be uttered when we are scared, nervous, uh, exhausted, exhausted, angered. In some cases, it's used as prayer for helping when you may feel helpless or lost. Jesus take the wheel when we want Jesus to come into our lives. When we are in need of help, we can come to Jesus with prayer, asking him to heal and fix problems. I know in my own life with Lynn and I, especially when she had her uh, major operation for cancer, uh, and she was on the operating table for 11 hours, four different surgeons, and, uh, excuse me, but I was in the chapel, I was praying, and praying to God that he would do the right thing, that he would save her, that he would, in this case, take the wheel, and everything would come out very well. And that has happened. Uh, it's been like eight years now since she's had that cancer operation. The cancer hasn't come back. There's been other problems, but we go through those and we take care of those and that. And uh, there's many other, I'm sure, other people that have situations where they say, should say, just Jesus, take the world. We'll give me a hand, help me in what I need to do. Put, point me in the right direction. And uh, so that you can live your life again and, and, and live your life with Jesus. The song tells, tells of a woman who loses control of the car when driving home and uh, prays to Jesus to totally steer her life. Jesus take the wheel, take it from her hands because she can do because she can do this on so she can do this on her own. We all have to call on Jesus to take the wheel of our lives and we can do this we'll do this through prayer. Uh, even with uh, Jesus disciples, there's instances when, they have asked Jesus to take the wheel, uh, such as in Matthew, Matthew 8, 23 through, through verse 27. This is uh, out of the New International Version. 
any of these passages that we'll be reading. Uh, then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was in the back sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up, rebucked the wind and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of a man is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. The disciples asked Jesus to take the wheel. They needed his help. Because of this, the storm in the water came to a calm. This was an example when the disciples asked Jesus to take the wheel and help them. And uh, as far as going to God then and surrendering to him when we want him to take the wheel, there's various ways. One way definitely is to obey him. And uh, this seems like an easy one, but uh, when was the last time that you really obeyed God? And, and maybe some of us are pretty, pretty good about it. We obey God as much as we can, but there's times when maybe we just aren't doing the right thing and we're not doing it. But the Bible tells us, James, James 1, 22, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Most of us deceive ourselves by acknowledging what God wants us to do, but not actually doing it. In order to fully surrender, we have to follow through and obey him. When you need more answers, continue to pray to God for the answers and let God take the wheel and guide us. Another way is to be still and know God. God is there for you in such things as when Moses and the Israelites came to the obstacle of the Red Sea, many of the Israelites uh, wondered if it was better to go back and serve under the, under the Egyptians. Under Exodus uh, 14, verses 13 through 15, Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to, to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Now, in other words, the Lord was saying to Moses, don't cry to me. You have some power that I've given you. Lift up that staff that I've given you. Part that Red Sea. And tell the people to get going over the dry ground that I've provided for you. 
uh, Exodus 14, 13 through 15 reminds us that God delivers us, protects us, fights for us, and wants us to trust him. God's direction isn't always the easiest way, but he does make it clear that sometimes we only need to be still and let him handle things. Surrendering yourself to God and watch your problems shift. And the third way is it's trusting in God. Put your trust in God. With uh, Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and learn not on only your own understanding, in all your ways submit to him, and he will, in, and he will make your path straight. We think that we have it all figured out, but let's face it. We don't have it all figured out. By trusting in God with all your heart and letting him go and letting him go of how, how we want, how we may view a situation is, is one of the best ways to surrender and trust God. By letting Jesus take the wheel and surrendering to him, may not only be light, lightening our burden, but God will show us how the, to make our path straight. Uh, closing on Jesus take the wheel by letting Jesus take the wheel from our hands because we can't do it on our own. We are asking God, to direct our lives and how we do and how might we do this by through prayer jesus is there a prayer excuse me prayer is not a spare tire that we pull out when we're in trouble but it is something that we need to go to god with when we need direction for our lives through prayer god will be will give us the direction that we need when we ask him to Jesus take the wheel and show us the direction that we will need to follow him through our lives. Uh, in Isaiah 41.10, God said, Fear not, for I am with you, but be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness, right, with my righteous right hand. In so many ways, God is great. He is, as in the song that, that we, I like very much, and I'm sure many of us do, God is, he's the rainmaker. He's the miracle worker. He's the promise keeper. And he's the light of darkness. And oh God, that is who we are. Need if we only ask him for his direction by prayer and follow his direction. That he gives to us and God will set our path straight.
uh, closing prayer. Today I'm giving you the, the wheel, Lord. Today I'm letting you go, and today I'm giving you control by trusting in you. Lord, take the wheel. Lead us, guide us, direct our lives. Make direct our lives like you so so often do, and may and may we surrender ourselves to you, Lord. In this I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.